Past suppression doesn't have to mean that you can never stand up for yourself again. Once your personal power is strengthened, you'll stop accepting from others what is unacceptable. Part of the series, Finding Brave to Build Your Best Life. In coaching mid to high level professionals in transition, and in my prior work as a marriage and family therapist, I've witnessed a wide range of human behaviors and emotions around what people expect, hope for, fear and worry intensely about. And I've seen countless examples of people who tolerate behavior that is intolerable. Much as has been written in recent weeks about why women are reluctant to speak up after sexual harassment they've experienced, and why this type of unacceptable behavior is sometimes tolerated. As one who has been sexually harassed in the workplace, I've been there, and understand with every cell of my being why many are deeply afraid to come forward and stand up for themselves in situations where they know if they come forward, they'll be punished, ridiculed, shamed, and scorned, and often lose their livelihoods and be blacklisted in their industries. This is even more the case when the abuser is still in power, and they know it's not just their own lives that will be deeply affected, but those of their beloved families as well. But here I'd like to address other, different experiences in life, those events or processes that are a part of everyone's life at one time or another, such as the seemingly straightforward process of interviewing for a job, or dealing with a boss who's toxic, or handling a friend who behaves terribly. Even in these everyday experiences, we can see there are common, overarching reasons people tolerate behavior that keeps them feeling insecure, afraid, and unworthy. Let's take interviewing as an example. People will often wait for weeks upon weeks for an answer from the hiring manager, feeling afraid to look too pushy or eager to ask for a response. Or they'll be tossed around like a pawn in the process, or be lied to or misled terribly, without ever speaking up and saying a thing about it to the offender. I've worked with clients who habitually tolerate unacceptable behavior of all forms, from employers, colleagues, hiring managers, relatives, and friends that should never be allowed. Sadly, many people today, both women and men, keep themselves small and powerless, and allow external events, such as being mistreated through the interview process, shrink their confidence, make them question their talents and experience, and worst of all, bring them to their knees with self-doubt and feelings of worthlessness. Why do people chronically tolerate unacceptable behavior? Below are the five most common reasons I've seen. Number one. They are unclear what is acceptable and what isn't. So much of who we are stems from what we learned in childhood, and many people were taught lessons that harmed them about what is acceptable and what isn't. If you had emotionally manipulative or narcissistic parents, for instance, or were abused in any way, you most likely weren't able to develop sufficient and appropriate boundaries that allow you to say, no, to behavior that is violating, manipulative and suppressing. You had to work incredibly hard to be loved and accepted, and never received the unconditional, nurturing love and acceptance you deserved. You had to compromise who you really are, your values, beliefs and your integrity, in order to get what you needed. And that makes you more susceptible as an adult to tolerating behavior that should not be allowed. But even if you weren't mistreated or neglected as a child, were you taught that it was okay to stand up for yourself and speak up to authority figures and others when something felt wrong? Were you able to trust your own instincts and act on them? Did you get to know yourself deeply, 
to learn how to discern what feels wrong. If not, it's time to start finding courage and begin that process of knowing yourself intimately and honoring what you believe and feel is right. Number two, they don't feel they have the internal power to stand up for themselves. Many folks I know do understand that the behavior they're experiencing is wrong and shouldn't be tolerated, but they just can't muster the strength to say or do anything about it. This too has to change. If you feel you can't address this negative or unacceptable behavior by yourself, reach out today and get some outside help. Ask a mentor, who's safe and whom you respect and trust, for support. Find a powerful lawyer who's an expert in what you're dealing with. Consult a therapist. Don't stay silent. Speak up and get out of the vacuum that has become your life and get some powerful outside help to shift your situation. Number three, they've been punished in life and are afraid of what will happen if they do speak up and stand up. Others have been strong in the past and spoken up for themselves, but have been punished in doing so and don't want that behavior repeated. Thousands of women in our world, for instance, are retaliated against for being forceful, assertive, and strong. Gender bias is real, and the perceived value and competency of women has been shown to fall dramatically when they are viewed as forceful or strong. As we've seen in study after study, success and likability are positively correlated for men and negatively correlated for women. And unconscious bias can have a crushing impact on the lives of those who are biased against, with significant hard costs in the workplace that can now be measured. But if you've been punished for speaking up, that doesn't have to be the end of your story. And in fact, it can't be. We have to use our voices more powerfully going forward to change not only our own fate but revise an overall system that perpetuates suppression of both men and women. Past suppression doesn't have to mean that you can never stand up for yourself again. It means that there was a time you felt powerless, but that time is gone. I know this because I personally lived the experience of suppression over and over, and finally got the life-changing help I needed to start standing up for myself and what was right. Number four, they are disengaged from life and work and feel hopeless. Recent Gallup research reveals that only 32% of U.S. employees are engaged in their work, and a staggering low of only 13% of worldwide employees are engaged. When we're disengaged from our work and our lives, we can feel depressed, hopeless, and lost. A good number of folks I speak with each year who are extremely disengaged and unhappy in their work reveal other feelings, experiences, and behaviors that point to depression, but they aren't aware of it. To learn more about depression, here are some key symptoms: chronic illness, fatigue, and pain. Too are often symptoms of not being able to shape your life in ways that are healthy, productive, and positive. As I learned in therapy training, your body will say what your lips cannot. If you're experiencing chronic pain, illness, or a feeling of hopelessness and sadness that doesn't lift, seek some outside assistance to help you address the root issues. By facing the root of the problem, which often stems back to your childhood, you'll start to regain your strength, energy, and vitality, and your sense of self. We all need energy and vitality to craft a positive, meaningful life we love, and stand up and say enough to behavior that we no longer choose to tolerate. Number five, deep in their hearts, they don't realize how important, deserving, and valuable they are. So many people don't understand and haven't been taught 
that they are extremely important, valuable and needed in this world. They possess great talents and skills that others need, and their perspectives and experiences are tremendously helpful to others. Once you tap into the process of recognizing and honoring your talents and capabilities and learn how to apply those talents to outcomes that are meaningful to you, you'll begin to experience more personal power, and become more comfortable exercising it for what you believe in and care about. As Maria Namath shares in her powerful book The Energy of Money. We are all happiest when we are demonstrating in physical reality what we know to be true about ourselves, when we are giving form to our life intentions in a way that contributes to others. Are you demonstrating in your life what you know to be true about yourself? Are you crystal clear about your life intentions, and the legacy you want to leave behind? Are you engaged in giving form to your life intentions in ways that are helpful to others? When you begin the process of understanding who you really are and what you want for your life, and identify more clearly what you will no longer allow, you will then start accessing the internal and external power necessary to build a better life. And once your personal power is strengthened, you'll stop accepting from others what is unacceptable.